0: Anna opened the door to see three men standing there. The one closest to her was a lumbering, Neanderthal-browed hulk, the next a middling, middle-aged figure in overalls, and just behind him there was a shorter, thinner, younger one with tattoos running down the sinewy muscles of his forearms. The three bears, she said under her breath, noticing as she did that the paint on the jam had begun to flake. It was a deep mulberry shade called Grand Bar, the name of which had made her grandmother honk with laughter in the middle of the hardware store. It had been a few months after Anna's granddad died, and Gussie had wanted to cheer herself up. Shifting her gaze from the men, Anna pressed the tongues of loose paint against the bare wood in a futile attempt to reaffix them. "'What's that you say?' asked the lumbering one, who, with his rough halo of golden hair and a belly that strained the weave of his shirt, reminded her distinctly of Papa Bear. "'Have we got the right place?' He consulted a notebook running a stubby forefinger down the page, then looked across at her. Jenkins, is it? Sorry, replied Anna, suddenly flustered at the thought that he might have overheard her. Come in. She stood back and ushered them through the door, and the men looked around, sizing up the place, their heavy boots echoing in the empty house. Anna held her breath as she led them into the kitchen, a tiny space in the middle of the long, narrow terrace that hadn't seen an update in decades. She gazed at the lemon formica, the timber cupboards, and the orange and brown linoleum, its patterned surface worn to a blur by a million steps. She remembered the excitement of coming to stay as a child, being driven across the bridge from her leafy suburban home to what seemed like another world, one of endless, twisting, narrow streets and slivers of houses fronted by lacy wrought-iron balconies. Of sitting at the kitchen table eating jam sandwiches washed down with frosted glasses of icy pink Nesquik. Of her granddad taking her and her sister up the street to the corner store, skipping ahead of them over the cracks in the pavement, eager for the redskins and violet crumbles that were stacked on the shop's narrow shelves. In summer, there were sweet and sticky icy poles or paddle pops. A Monaco bar, if they were really lucky. Sweet memories, all. Papa Bear spoke. All right then, love. We'll go and get our gear and make a start. Shouldn't take us too long he said, as he led the others away. They returned a few minutes later, armed with crowbars and hammers, and Anna left them to it, going up the stairs and into her grandparents' old bedroom at the front of the house. The flowered yellow wallpaper was mottled with faded patches, where the afternoon sun caught it, and the carpet was worn. As she reached the centre of the room, she caught a faint whiff of Gussie's perfume youth due, applied with a generous hand and worn without a hint of irony. She half expected Gussie to come bustling out at her, grey hair neatly curled, drying her hands on a towel and scolding her for the lack of warning, a ready smile dimpling her cheeks nonetheless. Grandad had died when Anna was a teen, but it was the loss of Gussie she felt the most. Of course, in recent years, more often than not when Anna would call round, her grandmother would mistake her for her mother, or worse, not recognize her at all. Now, the somber tick of the clock on the mantel was the only welcome.